Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Welcome everyone to the side quest for this month's barf backlog accomplishment with respawn and friends for respawn aim fires series. I've already lost track of what words I've said already. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We're the Kick-Ass Irreverent, Irreverent Gaming Podcast, where five lifelong friends gather to talk to you about video games. I'm Chad Michael Innes. We've got Holden DePardo with us as, as is. Say Hi. Holden. Uh, I just said say Holden. It's a night, y'all. I'm excited for Avengers Holden. later. <laughs> We've also got Dallas at uh, Heelsmitty on Twitter. Say hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Very good. You follow instructions <laughs> very well. <laughs> And then we've got Alex Cozy Bear Cozina at what's your Twitter? I forgot. It is Alex Cozina. And I got to say, I Alex did not Cozina. take enough notes this time, so I am freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Sorry. I have this literally one's... like five things to say about this, but I figured I'd just jump on the podcast. <laughs> we just want to hear your voice and see your smiling face. Oh, thank thanks, you. We, oh. um, both, that applies to both of you. Okay. That applies to both of you. <laughs> okay. I, I just want to be We're sure. We're going to make this one a. A quick one, because I would like to go see Avengers, the extended version, tonight Ooh. before Spider-Man yeah, comes out on Tuesday. Is uh, that uh, only this weekend? No, it just starts this weekend. Okay, so I can go see it next weekend, because I have no time I don't know. to see it this weekend. I don't I mean, know. I, 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 mean, I can look at a schedule. Weekend. I don't even know. I, I can just look at showtimes. You can. That's, <laughs> that's, that's possible. Holden, we should go see it together. <laughs> yes, I'm down, totally down for that. Yeah, you guys absolutely can. We go can. Mandate. <laughs> I'm yeah. absolutely which switcher theater you go to the showcase in Warwick and I, I Mall? usually only go IMAX but I don't know if it's shown in IMAX hell yeah so I'll go if it's IMAX, IMAX. I'm IMAX. down for that I don't think it is I think Toy Story's still there we yeah Toy Sunday. Story has IMAX yeah I need yeah, to get around yeah, to watching sense. Toy Story 4 as well also good. really good all right it was it was good okay. to hear beautiful it's so good looking it's mm. insane yeah it's <gasps> how did your son like it it's really good looking how did your son like it he fucking went ape shit, dude. It was it was the yes. best thing to watch. It was fucking incredible. <laughs> That's was what I live for. That's dumbest? what I saw in my life. I was like, I live for these moments now to see how it, how much enjoyment my son gets out of things. Like that's that's yeah. the only thing that, that brings me awesome. joy now. Not the only thing, but it's just you know. As being a parent, it's just fucking yes. great. It's like when you get to like the I am your father scene in Star Wars, you're just looking at your son like, what's he going to do? I can't, <laughs> wait, can't wait for him to see that. Yeah. Can confirm. All right. Well, let's talk about Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2 was our game of May and June, since it was a lengthy one. And uh, we are going to be playing Titanfall next month. But this month, we played Borderlands 2, and I was the only one who's played Borderlands 2 previous to this, of the, the four of us. Right. And you guys are all new to it. Alex, you're not new to the series, though. You've played which one? Tales from the Borderlands. Tales from the Borderlands. Yes. That is also a okay. very good I'm game. glad I got that right, because before we went live, I was like, yeah, I played Borderlands pre-sequel. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not right. Indeed. It is Tales from the Borderlands. <laughs> everyone the Telltale everyone game in the comments. Series. Yeah. Um, Shout out, Alex, for being a liar. Just want to mention, uh, last I checked, <laughs> Tales from the Borderlands still on digital storefronts. So if you haven't gotten it yet, uh, I can highly recommend it. So please go and get it because who knows might be removed as is the case with Minecraft story mode and many of Telltale's other games in recent months. Yeah, that is yeah. that is unfortunate. But it is again very very great game mm. and free for a lot of people. Uh, if you have like PlayStation yep. Plus, I think so. Yeah. yeah, no excuses. Yeah, it is technically I do have it then. Yeah. Uh, and then Dallas, you played a little bit of Borderlands One. Yeah, I think I don't even remember. I just remember playing go. a Borderlands game. It wasn't this, like, it wasn't exactly what I played with you guys with this one, 
but I don't, I don't think I played like the first mission with you guys. So, oh no, no, you definitely did not play the first <laughs> mission. <laughs> so I don't Let's talk my... a little bit about Borderlands Two uh, from like a critical reception and release thing first, and then we'll jump into our experience. Uh, a couple of things I pulled from Wikipedia. I just wanted to mention. It is a follow-up to 2009's unexpected success of Borderlands. The developers were not expecting it to be that successful. Hmm. And it sold between 3 and 4.5 million copies. The original did. So the second one, they were like, oh, sold that much? I guess it's a no-brainer for us to do it. So on September 18th, 2012, Borderlands 2 was met with critical acclaim. The PS3 version currently sits at a 91 on Metacritic. Uh, the other, The Xbox 360 and the PC version are at an 89. Game was praised for its humor, its world structure, and its role-playing systems. Game Informer gave it a 9.75 out of 10 and called it one of the most rewarding gaming experiences of the current console generation. Mm. Since its release, it's sold over 20 million copies, is the best-selling game in the history of 2K games, and it was nominated for Game of the Year at several major outlets and was nominated for five awards at the 2012 Spike TV Video Game Awards, including Best Shooter, <laughs> Best Multiplayer Game, Best DLC, Best Xbox 360 Game, Best PS3 Game, and three characters uh, were nominated for Outstanding Character Awards as well. Can you guess which three? It had to be Claptrap, one of them, right? Claptrap was one of them, yep. Uh, Handsome Jack? Handsome Jack was another. And then what about that little crazy... Girl. Tina. Tiny Tina. Tiny yep. Tina. Those are the three. You right. Nailed it. I got, Dallas I, I nailed it. I experienced all of them in, the first, <laughs> in that first place. He has Wikipedia guys. open right now. He's cheating. <laughs> you <laughs> Did my homework. It's not cheating. That's right. <laughs> that you came prepared. Cheating. So that's just a little bit about setting the stage for Borderlands 2, why it's relevant, why we chose it a little bit for people who hadn't played it before, and then, of course, Borderlands 3 coming in September. So that's another good reason to play it. I wanted to start with, I guess, Holden. Since you've had no experience with Borderlands whatsoever, let's start with you and then work our way up to people who had the most experience with it. All right, I'm going to be the Debbie Downer here. I, I really didn't like it. Uh, uh. <laughs> I really didn't. I say the, the fun part about it is you get to play with your friends and you get to talk with your friends and hang out with your friends. That's the great part of the game. Everything else in the game felt like it was in contrast to that. Like, they wanted to play this really cool story, but I can't hear the story because I'm talking to you guys in the party mm. chat. I don't really have an idea of who Tiny Tina really is because it was just a moment where we were talking, waiting for her to do something before we can move on to the next mission and just start shooting stuff again. Uh, and I just kind of felt like for what it was going for, I didn't feel like it did that for me. And I'm excited to get back to like playing like ne next week or sorry, next month is uh, Titanfall 2. I'm excited to do that with you guys because it's a game that's a little bit more mindless and I can just play and shoot and talk to you guys and not be like, I'm missing something here. And I just mm -hmm. constantly felt like I was missing something because it wants to be this co-op game where you talk to your friends while telling you this cool story of the crazy characters. Your friends should be the crazy characters. Mm. That's kind of how, I don't know, like, is it a bad game? It's not, no, it's not a bad game. The art style is really, really good. I yeah. really enjoy the environments. Yeah. They're really varied. They're really unique. And if there was an excitement of like, ooh, I'm at a travel gate. I really am curious what this next place is going to look like. Because they will kind of surprise you. They're pretty unique places. Um, but then like the, um, the, the... And this is a very common complaint. Chad's already told me, Borderlands 3 has fixed this. But man, the if you are just a level below the current mission, yeah. it, it will massacre you to a degree that feels honestly unfair. Like it takes enemies 
a, a, a bazillion bullets to kill you, but then one knows asshole all about it. with a rocket launcher <laughs> to destroy you, and he's like, I couldn't have done anything about I'll that. Take, <laughs> There's nothing I could I'll have done. I'll take partial blame for that, because yeah. I definitely spent a couple of sessions going out and grinding in between uh, us playing together, and I expected that, like, that would be helpful, because I would be able to help carry the rest of the team, mm -hmm. uh, and in fact, that ended up not really being the case. No, but... No, but it's not your fault because you had really good intentions, and that's totally logical. And right. the game didn't account for right. that. And that's just a bad—that's bad systems. Yeah, bad game. design. Yeah. So you're Alex. I appreciate that you were thinking about the whole group. That's like what you should be doing. Like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm gonna do better so that I can help the team out, and like we can just mow enemies down. But unfortunately, it has the reverse effect, and it's just. Holden, did yeah. you play it by yourself at all? Did you play any missions alone? The um, there was one. There was one night where. Um, Chad wasn't available, and then Alex came in pretty late, so that I got at least like two hours in there by mm. myself. Yeah. Um, but I, mo I really only played with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, so for context, this was our, if you're a, a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash respawnamefire, you can play along with us. Um, and you guys, so Alex played, I think you played every single night with us, yeah? You played all the main yeah. missions with us? E even that one night where I came in super late, I still got in a mission. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then Dallas, you <laughs> you started at level one. We were like level twenty something. Yes. And uh, you just jumped in, played with no shields, <laughs> the starter sh the starter weapon, and uh, you yeah, got I up just, to like level I was sixteen by the end of it. At dudes, like basically the whole time, <laughs> just trying to stay as far back as possible, not die as much. But I mean, I I echo Holden's sentiment completely. It's not a bad game, but it's not the kind of game that should be so have such a deep and good story but focus on the co-op bot like the only thing i could think of is destiny where destiny kind of forced you to play through those first core story missions on your own mm -hmm. so you could kind of get that lore and that story and get involved and and really you know have that atmosphere set in and then go on and enjoy a co-op experience i don't know if this game allows that or even if it forces that because it's like i said i jumped you know like you said i jumped in late with you guys so i think it's a really good point that's a really good point <laughs> i mean um other than that you know it's i i don't want to just compare to destiny totally but <laughs> you know the gun it's play, hard not to you're right because especially that's yeah. the only really uh, i don't know kind of shooter in that style that i played i guess mm -hmm. um that's one of the very few. I'm like, this was Borderlands was the first looter shooter, right? And then Destiny is like the next natural evolution of yeah, that. Yeah, I played the more grounded ones like Ghost Recon and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, which isn't really considered a, a looter shooter, but you know, it's a co-op experience and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I just you know, it was. I don't like the fact that you can't like upgrade your items. You know, what I mean, it was always just like, oh, here's a new gun. It's a little bit better than the one you have. The one that gun that you enjoyed playing with, it's trash now. You yeah. Know? So that that kind of game mechanic to me is always kind of lackluster. Leaves a little bit to, to be desired, in my opinion. So but other than that, I thought the characters were great. You know, uh, I, that tiny Tina thing was <laughs> hilarious. Very strange. Claptrap, hilarious. So yeah, Claptrap was really funny. It's but like you said, it's tough to experience all that when you're bullshitting with your friends so. Mm -hmm. so it's all of our fault 
yeah, yes. Chad, it's I, your fault. I should have just played all by myself, is what I'm saying. It's our fault for being so affable. <laughs> See what they're affable idiots. That's our other podcast. Listen there. to it. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, tell us a bit about your experience. Yeah, so, you know, as mentioned at the top of the show, I played uh, Tales from the Borderlands. And originally, the only reason why I played Tales from the Borderlands, I was racking my brain earlier to remember why did I play it, uh, is because <laughs> it was an easy platinum trophy. Um, this was oh, yeah. <laughs> back during the early days of Kind of Funny's um, uh, kind of like growth, where the Kind of Funny forums were a big thing. And one thing that they used to host on the forums were Trophy Wars, in honor of the old Trophy Wars Greg and company used to do back in their days at IGN. And so it's like, all right, for this entire month, you have to get as many trophies as you can. And they're all weighted different amounts and whatnot. And so I'm like, well, what are like the quickest, cheapest, easiest, but also still most enjoyable Platinums so I can get through? And Borderlands 2 was one of those. And I remember, I, I'm pretty sure like I had gotten it free through PlayStation Plus. So I played through it and I'm like, uh, border tales from the borderlands um and i'm like wow oh, this is you know these characters are all really cool this art style is great this there's you know a, a lot of really strong writing uh and i gradually over the years picked up copies of all the other borderlands games that had been uh, released up until that point in like bargain bins and whatnot but i never got into the main series just because there was always something else grabbing my attention and like as as much as i enjoyed those characters in tales in the borderlands i wasn't so enamored by them that i was like felt incredibly motivated to uh, play as them uh and so when you guys announced hey we're doing our uh barf game uh for this month and it's going to be borderlands 2 i was like cool this is a great opportunity to jump into it and i really liked it um uh, but, um, you know, thinking about it in retrospect, I think that some of the criticisms that you guys had about it do ring true. Um, namely, you know, Holden you, and uh, Deesmini, you pointed out uh, the issue of you not really being able to kind of grasp what's going on in the story uh, when you're playing because you want to kind of chat uh, w with uh, your partners that you're currently playing as, but then they have this really elaborate and lively uh, dialogue that's going on in game and how you know, it feels kind of mismatched with each other. I, I definitely, like earlier I mentioned that I grinded a fair bit in the game in between our play sessions. I would say that those sort of grinding sessions were definitely motivated, at least in part, because, yeah, I wanted to kind of experience some of this story stuff without any distractions around me. Um, mm -hmm. Other than, but I do, I do really kind of want to stress that uh, I did enjoy it. I, I think that this game is... You know, if video games, I've, I'm pretty sure I've said this at some point in our previous play sessions, but if video games had a chicken finger or a buttered pasta, this would be it. <laughs> like it is, like it's the kind of food that, like you know, their parents take their their shitty baby to like a sushi restaurant. <laughs> shitty baby, and the shitty baby's like, I don't want sushi. I want buttered pasta. Parents take their shitty baby. <laughs> Uh, that is absolutely true. I sorry, I had the pickiest. My brothers the pickiest eaters, and then my parents had to do that with them all the time. That's awesome. Like I mean, this oh, that's this amazing. game. It, like I feel like it kind of ticks. Like, <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, let's all come back to Earth. That's all. I'm just imagining the waiter at the restaurant being like, "Excuse me, you can't bring your shitty please baby Please come down. Let Alex speak. Um, <laughs> Look, uh, this game, like, it has a lot of, like, 
it kind of ch checks a lot of boxes. It has a lot of humor. It has a lot of loot grinding. It has a lot of experience point upping. It has a lot of, you know, very kind of e exaggeratedly built characters. Like, it, you know, much like, you know, buttered pasta or chicken tenders. <laughs> it maybe isn't the most, like, high-class food, but it is impossible to f mess up. I don't know. Can I swear right. about a way? Yes. Okay. So. In that case, Please. I'll read you that yeah. line. It's impossible to fuck. <clears throat> All right. right. Uh, yeah. Is um, there any open world aspect of this game where you don't have to do like a mission, kind of like how Destiny is? I don't know if you played Destiny, but where you could just kind of go around and they have like open world events and stuff like that. Or no. is it all storyline? driven quest stuff like it's that. It's pretty story driven. Yeah, this was this was much earlier than right. than Destiny. Destiny kind of opened the door to a lot of that stuff in the yeah. shared world. Well, aside from MMOs, but having those shared world experiences. Right. Um in a shooter at least. Uh, but but I will say Ooh. um on the subject of like uh there being arguably too much story in Borderlands 2. Like I, I played a little bit of the Destinies when they came out, Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. And in those games, I felt myself really kind of repulsed by at least what I played of them, the lack of story that they had. And it's like, I don't really know kind of what the middle ground is there uh, for that then. Like, playing board on the suit, it's like, yeah, there is a little bit too much going on here. I would like to be able to kind of sit back and make up my own narrative, but I also don't want to be given nothing. Right. Yeah, I think Destiny 2 did a better job uh, with the opening of the story. Uh, obviously, once that main storyline kind of ended, the solo playthrough area, it just, you know, I haven't played any of the newer updates, but it definitely lacked more content. But it was always fun. I The thing about that game was the hook, the you know, the, the game play, the gun play and the hook just drove me to keep playing. And then that was a game that I got involved with a couple of my friends and we just would do all these stupid open world things with the strikes. I never got into the yep. raids or anything like that, but it always had a fun loop and it allowed you to have that hangout session with, with your friends and stuff like that. So that's you guys ever spend like a couple of good hours sitting in front of the loot cave, just shooting into a black hole. Nah, nah, I, <laughs> I did. Did you? You, yep. would. you fucking would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the shooting mechanics in destiny are also far stronger, which kind of helps right. you oh, yeah. keep but going back into it. Like Chad said, I mean, that game is how much older than destiny is. Yeah. Know, hopefully borderlands three, you know, is a little tighter mm -hmm. and I'm sure they'll, you know, yeah. I, that game looks amazing. I, I I'm sure they'll make improvements game. to Borderlands yeah. 3 for the shooting mechanics, yeah. but I don't think Bungie can be matched. No, true. With yeah. Destiny. That being said, I will also say <clears> that, well, obviously, maybe the shooting, the specific shooting of the guns isn't necessarily as good as something like Destiny. There is definitely a lot more variety and surprise to a lot of the guns. Like, uh, I'm sure, Chad, you remember the our little screaming <laughs> uh, little gun yep. that we employed a fair bit in the final <laughs> battle. <laughs> or like for example being like all right time to reload this gun oh wait a minute i reload it by throwing it at the enemy and now it becomes a grenade like there's a lot of like yeah, that was i got that there's too. a That's lot of like kind of cool. like randomness and kind of moments of surprise like that so that is cool not saying it makes up yeah. for the better gunplay but that is a point i wanted to point out 
I do remember the day when you equipped that gun and you were oh, like, right. is anyone else hearing that voice? Like someone making fun of me right. for reloading or something like that? What's go-? And you're just like, are you guys hearing that too? And it's like, dude, I think it's your gun. I think yeah. your gun's making fun of you for reloading. Yeah, this is a, a, another a different gun that basically would make fun of you every time you would reload or do anything with it. It's like, well, at least you're not missing th- those enemies while you're reloading me and stuff like that. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, so my experience is I've played this game so many times. I own yeah. it on five platforms. Um, <clears throat> I I agree with a lot of your sentiments. Sentiments that yes, the story is difficult to uh, kind of digest for a couple of reasons. One is because yeah, you're playing it with your friends, especially if you're playing it with m- like more than just you and a friend in the same room, and you can like visually agree. Hey, let's shut up for a second and listen to this cutscene. Yeah, yeah. Um. That makes it hard, but also almost all of the all of the greatness of the development of these characters and the story comes through either like radio communications or dialogue that you get at the beginning of a quest or from like a radio that you pick up in the middle of the land. Like and that stuff is so easy to ignore. Right. Whereas I think if it were like a proper cutscene, it would be a lot harder to pay attention to. Or to to ignore and and you'd be more prone to pay attention to it yep i'm a little bit spoiled because i've played it so many times that i the first time i ever played it was on 360 with a buddy of mine named tom and we were both in the same room playing co-op on the same screen and so like anytime that something did come up story-wise we were like hold on hold on let's listen to this real quick and then we laugh our asses off at whatever they were saying and <laughs> and then i have tried to play it i've i've only beaten it i guess this was my third time beating it hmm. But I've started it a ton of times, and I've gone through a bunch of different missions. So playing it solo, I've listened to a lot of this stuff because I didn't have anyone else to distract me. And that's where I think all of the richness of this world comes in. And that's where you see like the character awards for Claptrap and Tiny Tina and Handsome Jack. It's just like the brilliantness of the dial of the dialogue, which is a big change from Borderlands One. They changed up the entire writing team for Borderlands Two. Um. I'm very much looking forward to Borderlands 3 to change some of the mechanics, like the loot being able to... Part of the big problem is like a monster drops a bunch of shit and then we all race over there. Everyone's fighting over it. Everyone's (laughs) fighting over it or one person picks up everything and nobody else even knows anything dropped and then... Or or um, like me where I was 10 levels below everybody was nothing. Exactly. You can't literally use anything. Or like, I'm low on health. Let me get that health quickly. God damn it, Chad. You just stole that from me. I needed that (laughs) health. I was running towards it. That happens so many times. Yep. Uh, so that's definitely something I'm definitely looking forward to in Borderlands 3, that new loot system. Everybody gets their own instance of the loot. It's leveled to them correctly, and that's going to be really great. And then, yeah, the scaling, where no matter what level you are, the enemies are scaled to you, and the damage you do is proportional to what other people are doing as well. I think that's going to be such a good idea. Uh, this game, I don't think, lends itself well to solo play, which is why I made the requirement when we played it that you have to play it with like we have to do the story missions together mm-hmm. um, because the second win mechanic is really, really great for like, if you do die in battle, you can have that chance to revive yourself, but it happens often enough that you aren't, you don't have someone there to revive you and you die and you have to go back to the respawn point that like the pacing when you play it solo is just, it's a little too monotonous dying yeah. and going back and dying and going back. Um, so I definitely do recommend if anyone else hasn't played and you're listening to this for some reason you plan on playing, play with friends because that revive mechanic is going to be uh, very important. Mm. 
But yeah, the, the, all the characters were unique. I really enjoy that there are so many different ways to play the same character as well. Like even Alex and I were playing the Mechromancer. We both right. played the same Gage. Mechromancer character. Gage, yeah. And I went a route where like I put all of my points into a system called Anarchy where mm. like I get progressively less accurate, but my di my bullets do so much more damage uh, the more enemies I kill. And then... Alex went uh, route that seemed like you were powering up your yeah. uh, best friends for mech more as it was called. Yeah, so I do love that in within each character, there's still a ton of different ways you can customize it, and you're not <laughs> like locked into that. At any time, you could go to the character creation station and just swap all your points around, which is pretty cool. Did you have to pay for that? Was there yeah, a you just cost? Pay yeah, whatever. It's like a portion of your, it's like ten percent of your money hmm. or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I was uh, cool. impressed by the skill tree system. There was a lot. You know, I didn't get to dive really deep into it, but there was quite a few things that I was impressed by. I, I forgot which guy. I was playing the, the guy that dual wields. The Gunzerker. Gun yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the I dual wield the guns. Yeah. Yeah, Holden, you chose the most boring one, and then you didn't even use this shit <laughs> I, most of the time. <laughs> I usually just pick the commando character because I want to just do the shooting. Right. If I wanted to do fantasy stuff or sci-fi like elements to it, I'd, I'd play like a different game. Hmm. <laughs> Oh. All right. That's just my opinion. <laughs> uh, so, a question for you guys: Does does any of this experience turn you on or off to Borderlands Three coming out in September? I know I'm definitely going to be playing it. Uh, go ahead. No, you can go ahead, Alex. Uh, you sure? Yeah. Uh, you yeah, sure? Let's go. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, okay, I, uh, uh, I wanted to turn into a bit, but you were like, you shut me down really fast. You're like, no, no, no. Keep going. <laughs> all right. Uh, I am. Although I will say, actually, what appeals to me a lot about Borderlands 3 is, in fact, some of the weird story stuff. Like, they seem to be kind of like taking into account some of the sort of like more far out reaches of Borderlands 2's lore and really kind of running with it and kind of expanding it out, at least based on what I've seen so, so far of Borderlands 3. And um, like one thing that I kind of found kind of charming about this game is kind of as I was playing it, slowly realizing like, hey, this is this whole series is quietly like one of the more, I don't really know uh, a word to describe it, but like, so often when we play through like video game sequels, uh, it can be frustrating to see characters or events that uh, were featured in previous games uh, not end up being referenced. And in this uh, in this series, uh, I was like, oh, wow, this character from Tales of the Borderlands uh, is also featured in Borderlands 2. And that connects to this thing in Borderlands, a pre-sequel. And that connects to that, that thing in Tales from the Borderlands. Like there really is a lot of love and care paid to uh, making sure that there is a really strong sense of continuity to the characters and events that transpire in these games. And I'm basically, I'm looking forward to Borderlands 3 because based on everything I've seen, it seems like they are going to continue to give all that stuff its due. They're not going to just sort of like uh, abandon some of these things or kind of like... Uh, act like some of these things uh, didn't exist or downplay them, which you sometimes see happens in sequels. Yeah. This is definitely one of the most fleshed out worlds and lore that I've seen in a game. There's something like 12 DLC packs for Borderlands 2. Yeah. And each one goes super in-depth. Like, there's a Tiny Tina pack. There's well, a hammer Hammerlock did they pack. Just there's a Moxie one? pack. Right. Okay, so and they just released they, another one. I, I completely yeah. forgot about that as I was saying that. Yeah, like, yeah, they just released a <laughs> DLC pack where... 
I mean, yeah, it provides some additional hours of play. It'll obviously earn uh, Gearbox a fair bit of money when it is no longer free. But like that DLC largely exists just so that it can set up the stage for the story of yeah. Borderlands Three. And it it one, like one of the characters that is prominently features in this DLC. I haven't played it yet. I've just like read previews of it online. Is a very prominent character in Tales from the Borderlands that has yet to appear in any of the other Borderlands games. Like that, when I read that, I was like, wow, that's really impressive. Yeah. I'm excited to see where that all goes. Yeah. And it kind of makes me think like, shit, now I got to get caught up on all of that before September. You got time. You got time. Yeah. So uh, will I be playing Borderlands 3? No. Hmm. Didn't see that one coming. (laughs) (laughs) I think what I told Alex when we finished the game was... Man, I really hated that. Oh, damn. <laughs> so like, the, like, as soon as we beat the boss, I'm like, oh, relief. Like, <laughs> Wait, so it was you two that, play, that finished? Chad, you weren't there for it? Oh, God. It almost was just them. Yeah. I was playing from a hotel, and the Wi-Fi cut out real shitty. We were, like, literally at the final boss. And mm-hmm. then the Wi-Fi cut out, my game quit, and they were just they got kicked out, and then they rejoined, and then it was, like, a good 15 minutes. I was like, you guys go on ahead. Beat them without me. <laughs> I'll just keep hitting this button, hoping to connect back to my PS3 again via remote play. Yeah, it's I know this is not quite related, but it's in the same <clears throat> vein really quickly. We have to talk about the fact that there were two weeks out of eight where we just could not connect. Oh, yeah. And every time that we'd go to connect, it would disconnect immediately or say they couldn't join the game. Yeah, there That's- were two weeks that we had, like, it was just borderline server errors. It was saying, yeah. hey, check your network connection. You're not online. It's like, well, obviously, it- we're talking online right now, but the game just doesn't see itself. Hmm. Yeah, we were able to go and play another game online instead at one point. Uh, that's Chad and I played like The Last of Us online yeah. <laughs> because we just both happened to have that downloaded. Uh, and I just think that's worth pointing out for a game that's that's as old as it is at this point. It's not like it's a new release. Right, right. And 25% of the time we tried to play, we had... Issues. A, 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 yeah. yeah, it was a critical issue. It wasn't even like a small thing. It was a critical issue. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to play it. Is There's another game being released right around then. Uh, Link's Awakening for oh, Switch. I'll be playing that for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is yeah. it? I don't know. I thought there was a shooter coming out. Is that right? Wait, it's September? Yeah, September know. like 19th or something like that, but you can get it on the 11th if you buy it early or something. Man, if there's a shooter coming out next to Borderlands, it basically just made itself irrelevant. Right. <laughs> like, why is, it, you... oh, is it the new Destiny content coming out in September? Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that is, yeah. I, that's, it's tough, man, because it's those, those kind of games that, you know, if I had a group of guys that want to play it together and they're dead set on playing it, I think I'd give it a shot, but it's not something that I would try and convince my friends to buy to play with me. So yeah. we'll see. I'll mm-hmm. see. I, I, I may give it a shot. I'm not a hundred percent in, definitely not a hundred percent out either. So Gears 5 is coming out three days yeah. before. Oh. I haven't played a Gears of War since 3, so... It actually, that'll be fine next to Borderlands. It's a different type of shooter completely. It's yeah. third person. <gasps> yeah, but... The Surge 2 comes out two weeks after it. God, Ooh. I can't wait for that game. What does? The Surge, the Surge 2. 2. That was another one of our barf games. Was Surge, Surge 2, Surge Harder. Yeah, Surge Harder. That was a free PSN game too, right? Yeah. 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 It's Dark Souls, but with sci-fi stuff. and super cool. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Great. Well, it is five minutes from the time that I wanted to wrap this up so I could wow. go see Avengers Endgame Extended Edition. You guys did really, really well. You're welcome, oh. Chad. 
You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. The Avengers need you, Chad. <laughs> they do. We didn't do it for Assemble. you. We did it for them. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I love you. In all seriousness, though, I'm going to go see it just so that it surpasses Avatar as the number one That is a large reason why I'm going to go see it. I mean, it's seven minutes of extra material. Part of it's a Stan Lee tribute. Right. Yeah. Have you only seen it the one time? I've seen it twice. You've seen it twice? I've seen it one time. You've seen it once? I saw it once-ish, but I also may have watched bootleg recordings of the final battle on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fair enough, God, that once too, so the build I, up I, I to him saying that. Avengers Assemble literally makes me cry every time. It's I'm just like, it's <gasps> happening! And I start crying. It's, it's really so cool. Good. But I'm thinking about it. I think that the one scene I may have seen the most is actually during Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America's initial battle with Thanos. Thor does he does this like series of combo moves where he's like, I'm going to shoot Iron Man with electricity, and then that causes him to shoot all these very powerful beams. And he's like, I'm going to chuck. Mjolnir in the in the air, and I'm gonna basically hit it with Stormbringer like a baseball bat, which doesn't go as well for him as he hopes it does, but it looks very cool. Uh, so yeah, yeah, thank you Chinese bootleggers. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thank you guys for joining us for this discussion. Thanks for playing along with us this week. Again, if you guys want to play with us next month, uh, our game is Titanfall Two. Titanfall yeah. for just a minute. And what, are you gonna be playing through the campaign? campaign i believe is single player so when we if we play that on a tuesday night it's going to be multiplayer and i think this upcoming tuesday we're playing you guys will play through the campaign on your own yeah Yeah. cool it's only six hours so probably won't be too bad cool all right uh i want to give you guys an opportunity to plug your social medias and and stuff uh dallas everyone wants to know where they find you you could just find me on twitter dude dude what is it heel smitty trevor Speaking of, Trevor texted me like a couple of weeks ago and he's like, Hey, how did you and Dallas do your recordings when he was on your show? And I was like, Oh, yeah, we didn't. And he, he had two phones or something like that. And he's like, oh, Okay, so yeah, I'm having a where he's on for this thing. Uh, DS Midi is going to be on. And I was like, Oh, okay. I thought it was a typo. And then he's like, Yeah, Dallas Midi. And I was like, Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Just so you know, his last name is Smith, which is why it's Smitty, Smitty. not Midi. No, not uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah DS Mitty. Quick, quick Sorry, funny thing is, out like that. I, I used to have an Instagram, and it was DR Smitty, because my middle name is Richard. So everybody thought I was a doctor, which was pretty <laughs> Oh, wow. So I might just put that in now, DR Smitty, so he could think I'm a doctor. I had a very similar thing. My dad would make his profiles um, Brian D., D-E-E, because his last name is Departo. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like that. I'm going to do Holden D. And I didn't think about what Holden that sounded D. like. <laughs> <laughs> so I got rid of that pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, where can people find you online? Where can they find me? Well, let's see. They can find me on Twitter, at Alex Kozina. That's A-L-E-X-K-O-Z-I-N-A. Uh, they can find me on Twitch, um, at twitch.tv slash Live. That's K-O-Z-I- B-E-A-R-L-I-V-E. I should mention right here that we actually streamed a couple of our sessions on Twitch. Uh, one, we did. Yeah, one session yeah. sounds way better than the others because <laughs> the second one, I was actually listening to what was being said on the, uh, in our session together on my headphones. In the other one, it was coming out of the TV speakers, and so my mic was picking it up. So not as great as I was hoping it would be. Still, both very much worth checking out for our humor and you know beautiful visages although you can only see mine uh and finally 
On YouTube, you can find Gamers, which is a YouTube documentary channel that produces videos about all sorts of video game franchises with a specific focus on uh, documentaries about canceled games and inactive video game series. Um, but we are also branching out to more newer, fresher content as well. That is youtube.com slash gamers, spelled G-V-M-E-R-S. Dope. All right. Holden, you're at Holden DePardo. Nope, I changed it. I'm at Holden D now. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> no. Yes. No. No, I'm, I'm at Holden DePardo on Twitter. I am at CallRye on Instagram. That is C-A-U-L-R-Y-E. Um, and you can also catch us on Affable Idiots, which is also coming out every yes. Thursday now. So we have a just a it's just basically a general podcast. We just talk about whatever. Talk about whatever, and it's so funny. It's it's us it's, talking. It's, yeah. it's just laughing. That's all it yeah. is. <laughs> I'm one episode in, and you guys laughed a lot. Great. I'm at Chad Mike Innes on everything. Finally, everything is the same. Um, until next time. Chicken fingers for your shitty baby. Uh, yeah, feed those chicken fingers to that baby, man. <laughs> <laughs>